You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela setters Bassard, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Hey, what's happening out there, you world of podcast? I was going to say radio, but we're not on the radio. We're on a podcast. This is Angela setters Bassard, your host for today, and I am super excited to share my stories and great information for you. You know, talking about stories, I think we should talk about a story today. You know, I have so many different things that happen inside the walls of Conquer Credit Management. I could just go on forever. But something comes top of mind for me today because I had a very, very, um, I'll say newsworthy uh, real estate agent, he's at the top of his field, contact me because he was super, super upset. Um, All of the sudden, he receives in the middle of the night some alert that he's been late on his mortgage, and he he was hot. He was on fire. He, you know, of course, texted me in the middle of the night, like, I'm gonna actually answer, and I did. <laughs> because I'm always looking at my phone. But this is how much I want to serve my clients. You can call me 24 hours a day and I will answer. I think. Anyway, so basically this top agent had a an assistant that was taking care of his bills. And unfortunately, what had happened was his loan was sold to another lender. And unfortunately, he had continued to make his payments or she had continued to make his payments to the previous company until the new company said, hello, you haven't been making your payment to us. And the old company had never not taken his payments. They were just taking them and they were forwarding them to the new lender. However, that process stopped after 120 days. And now he was up in arms because he's responsible for so many people. And, you know, as a business owner, when you have something that shows up on your credit history and knocks your FICO score down, I mean, that can be super stressful because you need your credit as a business owner. You need that to leverage your position and to be able to, in some cases, pay payroll. Now, I'm not saying that about this person, but he understands the value of his credit. Obviously, being in the financial world and being in the real estate world, he was super upset and super on edge that this needed to be taken care of. Of course, I calmed him down and coached him on what can be done. And of course, he said, I don't want to handle this. I want you to be on top of it and take care of it right away. So what happened was, is we went ahead and pulled his credit report, and not only did we find that he had a mortgage late, but there were a lot of other things that this assistant was not taking care of. So my first question to him was, hey, you know, I'm not going to say any names, but are you monitoring your credit? Because you have a lot of different things that are showing up on your credit history that you may not have been aware of and you didn't have alerts for. So, of course, once again, we're having the meltdown and the assistant is in a lot of trouble. But the thing is, is that he could have averted all of that if he was just monitoring his credit. And I want to tell you folks out there in this world, there are many systems that you can choose, but I choose one and that's called money brag. So if you're interested in a 
monitoring your credit and having a budgeting tool right there, I would go on to moneybrag.com and sign up for the services right now. It's really important to monitor your credit. And, you know, to save the day, the story ends that we were able to help him and he was super grateful. But not only was he super grateful, but he learned a valuable lesson. Even multimillionaires can have problems because what happens is, is that we expect people to take care of us. And the great thing is, is that there's all these technologies, there's all this financial logic out there that can help us monitor and maintain our credit awareness, our identities, um, our reputations. I mean, I was I was just talking to someone about their reputation, their online reputation. You know, there's so many different facets of life now that are done online, and all you have to do is be aware. So, great lesson learned for him, and um, a great kudos to my team at Conquer Credit Management for getting this done for him uh, very quickly, as a matter of fact. And he's on his way. So, what we're going to be talking about, and the reason I brought that up was he. Had had a bunch of medical collections that were showing on his credit report and he was super upset about them because he has 100% coverage for his medical. But what a lot of people don't know and understand is that insurance is a really crazy and wonky thing. You know, there are a lot of procedures and a lot of doctors out there that don't accept insurance for for all procedures or all things that they do. So it's super important that when you get a bill from a provider that you understand if it's something that your insurance will cover or will not cover. And these just happen to be procedures that were done to one of his children that were not covered under his 100% payable insurance plan. And I'm using my quotation marks like Dr. Evil did. You know, when he was like, (laughs) you know, remember that movie? I I watched it so many times. It was so funny. I love you, Mike Myers, if you're listening to me out there. But anyway, so we're talking about collection agencies and why it's super important to write letters and, you know, challenge them about the information that they're reporting. So, you know, the different types of collections that are out there are medical. And there's many different loopholes that can be explored to, you know, the right circumstances, basically, for medical bills. There's also utilities. This is always really, really tough, too, because most people that have utilities never even know that they existed on their credit report when they move from one place to another. So it's really, really important when you're moving from, let's say, an apartment to a house or you're moving from one house to another, you call your utility companies. Now, who are your utility companies? So, you know, that's going to be your cable if you have cable, which a lot of people don't anymore. But if you do, um, you want to call your phone carrier, which I don't know too many people that have phones at their house anymore. But if you do, you want to make sure and contact them. And of course, your water and power and your gas bill. You know, these are all essential things that you need to make sure that you are closing out and paying your closing statement. Because if you don't, let me tell you, these utility companies are not going to track you down. They are going to send those bills to your old address. And then when you don't pay them, they're going to send them over to collections. I deal with this with real estate investors all the time. I have real estate investors that are yearly clients of mine that I monitor. And, you know, one of my uh, investor clients has over 108 properties. And when someone moves out, you know, unfortunately, if the bill does not get to him in time, it can show up on his credit report. 
But thankfully, through Money Brag, we have an early warning system. And I know when something's actually going to be populated to his credit history and we can zap it before it's a problem. But, you know, for those of you that are not monitoring your credit or those of you that are not paying attention or at least making sure that you pay that ending bill and make sure that you keep a copy of that in a file when you're moving so that if for some reason they come back and say, oh, you didn't pay your ending gas bill, you can say, ah, 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 here's my proof that I actually did. And here's a big thing, you know, about the cable companies. Oh, they are so huge about you never returned this wiring, you never returned this box, and now we're going to charge you $450 for this. And guess what? If it's old technology, and what's old technology, something three months ago, we're not going to take it back. So it's really important that you get receipts for anything that you take back, anything that you give back to these uh, utility companies and specifically cable companies so that they don't come to bite you in there. So really important. Um, Like I said, it's always tough to deal with utility companies. And most people that have the utility collections, like they, they didn't know that they existed. It's always best to listen to the information that the collector is giving you specifically about where the address is that they were sending the latest bill to, because then you can prove to them that you moved and that you paid your last bill. And listen, all collection agencies have to give you 30 days to pay a bill before they actually record it and report it to your credit history. So important fact, if they've been sending you a collection notice to your old address, well, hello, obviously you never received the bill. And you can prove what your new address is and you can say, hey, Mr. Collector, here's my proof of where I've been living. I've never received a bill, so I've never been given that 30 days to pay that bill and actually have it not show up on my credit report. So I'm happy to pay you the $50 that I owe you for the gas bill, but in exchange, because I'm proving to you that you were sending the bill to the wrong address, I would like you to delete this from my credit history. And of course, like we said in our last show, you need to make sure that it's on letterhead. You need to make sure that the account number and the address of the old utility bill is on this and that it's signed because otherwise the, uh, the credit agencies aren't going to take that information and remove it. So really important. Um, Also, uh, just so you know, if you're sending a letter and you're sending the proof of your utility bill uh, of your new place that you have, you want to send that certified return receipt again. So UPS, FedEx, things of that nature, super, super important that you have a tracking method because you're already talking about something that wasn't tracked from from the beginning. They're sending you a bill to an old address that you don't even live at anymore. And you know what's crazy to me is that people that move into a new house, like why can't you just write on there, return to sender instead of putting it in the trash? It's just wrong. So you people out there that receive bills for other people, write down return to sender so that that person can at least know or that company can know that that individual no longer lives there. And credit card debt, obviously, that is with collection agencies all the time. And it's super important for you to understand the statute of limitations. Now, I'm going to be going over the statute of limitations in different states, but let's just stick with California for right now, okay? The statute of limitations is four years in the state of California. And what that means is, is that after four years, they can't sue you or garnish your wages. So you have a better time of negotiating with this collection agency on the balance that you owe 
regarding this credit card than you would if it's in that force that first four years. And obviously, a lot of these banks and financial institutions are really quick on the draw to file judgments and lawsuits. So the minute you start getting correspondence from a collection agency, I would try to deal with it as early as possible. You know, consumers always want to try to avoid paying charge-offs thinking that they'll go away. I had someone call me literally yesterday um, and said, well, you know, I went to college and yeah, I graduated, but the college is closed now and I owe them $27,000 worth of student loans. But because they're closed, I just decided I'm not going to pay them anymore. Can you take that off my credit report, please? I was like, oh, of course, right away. No, 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 no. Just because the school closed, we have to understand, and we'll save that for another show, but I'll just stick it in here right now, is that we have to understand that all student loans come from the government. They're government funded. Even if they're with a major bank, they're all government funded. And hence why, even if a school closes, you still owe your student loans. So again, don't try to avoid it. Try to deal with it because it's it's best to try to negotiate like high balance collection accounts and ask for a deletion letter or a motion to show that it's unrated on the credit report than to show it as a paid settlement or a paid in full account or charge off. And the reason for that is, is that let's say that it's a charge off from two years ago and you pay it today. What's going to happen is you're going to take a two-year-old debt that is now not as affecting to the FICO score and pay it today, and it's going to show a paid in full charge off, and it's going to negatively affect your FICO score more than it would if they didn't rate it or change it to a negative status. So, you know, legal issues, by the way, are best handled with a professional like us, like Conquer Credit Management. You know, people shoot themselves in the foot all the time trying to deal with these situations on their own. And just newsflash, if you try to handle them on your own and you fail, and then you want to come to a company like us, it does make things much harder. So I would consider the return on investment when you have a difficult situation to turn it over to a professional to handle it. Okay. It's just like with anything, you know, professionals, we study to do things so that we can take care of things the right way. Obviously, there are other types of collections like cell phone bills, which are super annoying. And then you have vendors like plumbers and gardeners and all kinds of different things that can pop up on your credit report. But the key here is, is to make sure that when you're contacting and dealing with these collection agencies, you get all of the information. You find out when the information was actually reported to your credit history. You find out the address that they've actually sent this information to and find any loophole that you can possibly find to negate the fact that they want to put this on your credit report as a paid collection once you agree to pay it. Most companies that you are tenacious and passionate about getting this deleted because of some loophole or reason why they should actually will. But again, once you get that deletion letter, make sure that you have it in writing that it specifically states that they're going to delete this, that it's on letterhead, it has the account number on it, and that it's signed with a date. Okay, friends, so that is my show for today. I hope you've enjoyed, and I hope that this has been awesome information for you. Um, Tell your friends about our show, and I'm out.